So I would like for everyone to just uh, clench your fists real, real tight, okay? You too. All right. So now I'd like for you to open that gift. Clench them hard, hard. Well, I, you weren't supposed to be able to do it, man. That was like, <laughs> totally ruined my illustration there. <laughs> Thanks, Owen. Should have stopped you when you got on the ground. I knew you were up to something there. So, if you clench your fist real tight, you can't open a gift, okay? That was the point. But we opened them and we can receive it. The image that I want to consider this morning are clenched fists and open hands. What are the kinds of things we do with, with clenched fists? We fight? What else? Hold on, grab on, grasp after something? Punch? Fight? It's a sign of anger. And not only that, but we really, we really can't receive anything into our hands if we have clenched fists. But, but when we open our hands, it's, uh, we, we don't really fight with open hands. We're open and we can't really grasp hold of anything too tightly with open hands. But what we can do is to receive something that's put into them. Would you pray with me? Lord, I pray that we would hear uh, this story of Christmas in a new way today. And again, with open hands, that we would receive this message in a new and a fresh way. In Christ's name, amen. Throughout the, the gospel stories, the news that Jesus was born uh, came with disruption for anyone who heard about it. Um, if we think about the wise men, some... Years before uh, Jesus was born, they saw this, this star in the sky, and they, they got up, and their life was disrupted. I mean, they packed up camels and traveled for months, maybe years, uh, to get to where uh, Jesus was. Uh, the shepherds were having a normal night, uh, just simply doing their jobs, and an angel army uh, came before them and called them to go and see Jesus. Their life was disrupted. Of course, Joseph's life uh, was completely disrupted by this. He had plans to marry Mary and, and have perhaps just a nice, quiet life together, but the message of Jesus' birth disrupted his life. Uh, the news that Jesus was born caused a lot of disruption in the lives of people who heard it, and they all responded differently to that news that the Messiah had been born. And so for a few minutes today, I want to look at two very different characters in this story and to consider their response to the news that Jesus the Messiah was born. Uh, the first is to consider King Herod. He's the one in the story who has the most worldly power. He's the, the richest person in the story in, uh, from a worldly perspective, has the most strength. And I also want us to consider the response of Mary, the one who is probably the poorest, the one with the least worldly power or riches 
or strength in this story. Both of them hear the news and both of them respond differently to this disruption that God was bringing into their life. Herod and Mary both receive the same news, that the Messiah is going to be born. But when Herod hears the news, what does he do? He clenches his fists. When Mary hears the news, she opens her hands. The news that a new king is here was a disruption to Herod, and he felt like it was a threat to him. And so he clenched his fists. He held on as tightly as he could to the power that he had, to the riches that he had. He did everything that he could to maintain his own power and influence, and he grasped hard as he could. And he even was willing to do violence to other people. And this was something that Herod did a lot. Uh, This is Herod, Herod the Great. I'm sure he gave himself that name, Uh, Herod the Great. Uh, He was a violent man in his life. um, He killed two brothers-in-law, a wife, a mother-in-law, a father-in-law, and three of his sons, all of who uh, were people he suspected were trying to steal his throne. So I can imagine when the Magi came and said, where is the one who's born king of the Jews? That wasn't news that Herod uh, took very well. And so Herod did what Herod does. He clinches his fists And he sends soldiers out to kill every male child that was born around the city at that time. And most tragically for for Herod is that his clenched fists kept him from receiving the gift of salvation that was offered even to him when Jesus came. Herod's need to keep his power and to rage against anyone who would threaten it caused him to clench his fists, to trust even more in his own riches and power and strength, and it kept him from having an open hand to receive the gift that was being offered. In Mary's song that Owen read for us a moment ago, uh, she sang, He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away with empty hands. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away with empty hands. So let's think about Mary. When she hears the news from an angel that she is pregnant with God's Messiah, her response is, may it be to me as you have said. Open hands, right? In spite of her fear, in spite of everything that she knew she was going to have to face, she opened her hands. She had plenty to be frightened of. She was incredibly vulnerable, a teenage girl, uh, not yet married. Her reputation and the well-being of her entire life was at stake. But rather than clenching her fists and resisting the word and plan of God in her life, she opens up her hands and says, May it be to me as you have said. She trusts God. He sends the rich away empty. He fills the hungry with good things. And he sends the rich away with empty hands. Mary's hope was not in her own plans. It was not in her own, her own strength or in anything else. She is poor. She is needy. She knows that she is vulnerable. And so her hope is not in anything that she can grasp onto because she doesn't have much to grasp onto anyways. Her hands are open 
Because her hope is in God and in his goodness and in his character and in his strength and in his power and his purpose for her life. And so as we read that song that Owen read for us, when she's with her cousin Elizabeth, we see that Mary's hope is firmly rooted in the goodness and the character of God. Mary says that God is her Savior. He is the Mighty One. He is holy. He is merciful, and He extends His mercy. He is powerful and performs mighty deeds. God pays attention to the lowly and to the humble, and God remembers His promises. This is the goodness and the character of God that Mary has placed her hope in. It's where she stands. And she knows that she can have open hands to whatever God gives to her because he can be trusted. He sends the rich away with empty hands, and he fills the hungry with good things. So this morning, as you consider your own relationship with God, as you think about your own response to him, as he's calling you in whatever way he is in your life right now, and whatever disruption he might want to bring to you in your life. Do you have clenched fists, or do you have open hands? The clenched fists is, is the image of, of a rich and powerful person who believed that he possessed in his own life um, everything that he needed. But open hands is admitting that We need everything that God has to give to us. Open hands is is the, the image of Mary, this vulnerable young girl who knew that she was poor and needy and didn't have anything in her life to grasp or hold on to. So she was open to receiving whatever God had for us. It does. It takes a lot of courage to to unclench our fists and to open our hands to put aside our own plans, our own agendas, to lose our life, to open our hands to God and his plans for us. But this is what he's calling us to do, to open our hands, to unclench our fists, and to receive Jesus as Lord of your life. The message of Christmas is that God has come to us in Jesus, that he came as Savior, that he came to be King. And the question for each of us is, will we open our hands and receive this gift of salvation that comes through him? Do we have open hands like Mary, who was willing to trust in the goodness and character of God and say, may it be to me as you have said? Lord, we we ask that you would give us Um, open hands to what you have for us. Uh, First of all, in the gift of Jesus himself, his gift of emptying himself and taking on our humanity so that we can come to know you as Emmanuel, God with us. And Lord, in any other way in our life right now where we are being called by you or challenged by you or invited into something Lord, I pray that we would be willing to trust in your good character and to receive what you have for us. Lord, in whatever way we are clenching our fists against you or against ourselves or against others or against the world, Lord, I pray that you would loosen, uh, loosen our fists and give us, give us open hands to your gifts that you have for us. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen.